Let's see now. Where were we? Ah, we had just set up camp in Moorfield, just outside of Deadwood. We'd left all the orcs at Wing Shadow Tribe to make our way to Broken Harbor, when Telnius decided to retreat into his mind palace slush nightmare dream thing. Then, all these orcish vampire types came running after us. I, of course, thought fast, polymorphed into a wolf, and scared those creatures away. Soon after, there was howling all through the forest, but thanks to our trusted new steeds, poor Bartholomew, gods rest him, we were able to escape with our lives. But it was up to us to get Telly to safety in time to save his mind. The morning after the ride past Deadwood and Telnius passing out, he is still unconscious. You guys set up camp that night and commiserate. You're not certain what to do. Janessa then says, in the morning, I I know we are close. We are less than a half day's ride away from the the place where I know that we can stay before getting back to Broken Harbor. Um... Uh, her name's Anatola. She's, she is very knowledgeable and has great healing things. Perhaps she could help your friend here. Yeah, that would be very helpful. Thank you. Am I All still right. passed out? Like I still, mm-hmm. I've never woken up. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah ever. It's just still like mist around you. How much? How much later is it? It's now been a couple more hours. Rory has continually been slapping you to try to get you to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> Even after fully comprehending that you're not going to. Yes. Yeah, neither of us are stopping him. <laughs> yeah, I'll wake up with one hit point. Rory, try to slap him again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. I used my two D6 extras. Yep. I'll go ahead and remove nine points of health. Maybe a few more times. <laughs> I'm surprised it didn't work. I mean... <laughs> It didn't work all the other times, but it's bound to happen eventually. I don't know. I've always woke up after getting slapped. Mm. Janessa's like, stop slapping him. It's not working. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I guess we can try your friend. You guys are too rowdy. I, yeah, this uh, Anatola you said? Yes. And if uh, that does not work, my friend Selvi, she is also a healer amongst other things. Let's, Let's rest for the night and in the morning we shall ride. To the cottage. Hi. Time to rest. Morning comes, and you guys break down your camp in the midst of Mawfield. Behind you again, still looming, is that entrance to the Deadwood Forest. But beyond you, toward the Sutland coast, you see at the end of Mawfield, there's kind of like a collection of hills 
that is blocking your view of the King's Sound, the body of water between Sutland and Kinsdale. So you guys mount up and get Telnius secured on the back of the horse, and you guys ride for, like Janessa said, a little less than half a day. You go up one final path through the hills, and just coming around a bend, there's like a hill that leads up to a grassy knoll where on top there is a large two-story cottage. There are trees behind it, but you can see fencing as well, and there seems to be some large gardening area around the back of this cottage. The front is like whitewashed with wooden shutters and a large wooden front door as well. As you guys are riding up, you see a small, what is a thing called that you tie horses to? Rain? Like a oh. po- uh, hitching post? Yeah, hitching hit, a hitching a post. Yeah, a tree? A rope. A rope, oh. a rope. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, it was rope. No. <laughs> Hitch post, thank you. A really strong string, a chain. <laughs> As you guys ride up, you see a hitch post to the left. There is one horse, uh, or rather one pony. It doesn't look quite large enough to be a horse. It seems to be sleeping, standing up, and comes to as the rest of these horses come in. The front door of the cottage opens up and outruns a black wolf. At first, you're kind of startled, but then you see it has yellow eyes, not the red and white eyes of the dusk wolves that you saw in the forest. And you hear Janessa, uh, she, she kind of like dismounts her horse and starts tying him, uh, it up to the, the hitch post. And she looks over and sees this wolf running out and she just goes, midnight, oh, I've missed you. And the wolf leaps up into Janessa's arms and she catches her and just the wolf is just licking Janessa's face and she's so happy just kind of like uh in glee and she's still holding them as you guys go and hitch your horses as well nice I try to pull my horse into the like right next to the one that was sleeping what color was that horse carrot colored interesting (laughs) uh carrots do have different colors was it green or orange normal carrot colored okay normal carrot (laughs) like beige beige colored okay yeah and uh this horse is just at suddenly being surrounded by five other horses all trying to like fit on this hitching post is not handling it well looks like oh, some no. social anxiety going <laughs> on yeah, and i want to mention the way Kowloon gets off a horse is <laughs> he he slings one leg over and lays on his stomach on the saddle and like slides off slowly to the ground and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so graceful. Yeah, it's real graceful. Uh, Knowing what I know, that can't be comfortable. Mm-mm. Yeah. No, but it does give him advantage <laughs> on dexterity checks to dismount. <laughs> to, to, to dismount. And coming out of the cottage is a tall elven woman. She has large curly brown hair and coppery skin and uh, I'll let you describe what's what's Selvi wearing. What's her general aura? Um, it's it's like late morning. <laughs> in case you've got like uh, some tea going on or like something. Like I have like my that. plaid pajamas on. Or <laughs> yeah, still in bathrobes. <laughs> my, co- my fuzzy bunny slippers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Curlers. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> yes. 
What's uh, Cara Selvi's whole getup at the moment? Um, Selvi is in... So normally Selvi is wearing just a lot of layers because she travels around a lot. But I guess early morning she'd be wearing some... Like a tunic and some breeches, so some earth tones. <laughs> you see in front of you a uh, group of adventurers. And in front of them is who you recognize, this half-orc with French braided hair and the black and silver armor with shocks of blue and green. And she just smiles wide, revealing her her tusks. And <laughs> she just says, oh. Selvi. Janessa, oh my goodness. It is so good to see you. <laughs> uh, it has been too long. Midnight is so... I, I thought I heard her barking. She's so excited. Was she, Did you notice her braids? Oh they, oh, they are gorgeous. Was she too much trouble? No, she was a sweet... I mean, she missed you, I could tell. Um, I, you know, I communed with her a few times to see how she was doing. Nice, And nice. yeah, she missed you. And that's why we braided her hair to look like <laughs> you, Janessa. Oh, so. oh, I see. We're matching. Guys, yes. look, we're matching. And, and you guys are pulling Tell Me. <laughs> who is like unconscious <laughs> off, of, <laughs> off of his horse. Uh, Just real awkward. Selby, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you see a, uh, a half dwarf wearing a kilt. Uh, you see a halfling, a super buff halfling with a eagle tattoo across his chest. Did you keep the paints on or have you washed those off yet? Well, no, I kept them on, but I also haven't bathed. So they're kind of <laughs> fading away. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you were a teenager and you went to that concert for the first time <laughs> and you kept the Sharpie stamp on your oh, hand. I was wondering where that was going. Yeah, me too. You, know, you got yeah. body painted. You know, as a teenager, when you got your first tattoo. We had different <laughs> teenage experiences. <laughs> That's not how you guys lost your virginity? <laughs> to the body painter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you see a white-haired half-elf, and you see an unconscious, what looks to be some kind of holy man or priest with vestments on and a hammer for a right hand. And Janessa's like, oh, uh, Selvi, um, gosh, these are my friends. Uh, these are the rowdy boys. Hey, do you two know one another? Yes, we do. Um, hello, good morning. My name is Selvi. It is so nice to meet you. You are definitely welcome here. If you're a friend of Janessa's, is definitely a friend of mine. Um, why don't you come in? Come on in. Hi, uh, thank you. Uh, good morning. Oh, Janessa. you're welcome. Dang. Good morning. Hi, yeah. my name is Ayas. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be the one that might could heal a friend here. Would you? Oh, yeah. I was, you know, he did look a little tired. I, I definitely can take a look at him. Oh, oh, yeah, he's yeah. very tired. Great. Hey, yeah. Rory, would you mind dragging him across the ground more gently, please? <laughs> Rory's just, like, pulling him with one hand, like, just grabbing one of Ayas's hands, or uh, Tony's hands, and, like, thump, 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 thump. Like, every stone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's, like, a stone pathway leading up to the front door, and every yeah. stone just, like, da-dum. You could Good take dumb. the grass next to it, but you take the stone. <laughs> I also could just pick him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, they really love me, you know? <laughs> I feel so loved. You're like the you're the first guy to pass out at the party, so yeah. Uh, like your little dicks on your face. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, okay, we know we know he can take it because he's 
you know, he's been through so much. Yeah, because yeah, I'm the meat shield. Yeah, he's yeah. our meat shield. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's yeah. certainly not going to die today. That's yeah. why I started casting Death Ward on myself literally every day. <laughs> <laughs> Just burning a fourth level spell every yes. day. It's pronounced word. <laughs> you guys get inside of this cottage. There is a large open entryway. It's kind of like a living room. There is a hearth burning with a fire. There's a large communal table in the center. There are these reading chairs and one kind of lounge chair that where you're able to get Telnius to and you set him back. Selvi, do you want to come up and cast a spell or some weird imbibement? Or what do you want to try and tell Nias? Yeah, can I see how he's doing? Yeah, roll a medicine check. Four. (laughs) You have no idea, but he's like, pass the fuck out. Okay, I don't even look at his body. All right. Can I like, I'm going to pour some water on his face. <laughs> you just do this. You slap me in the face the exact same way everyone like, has been doing it. I mean, no, like, I nope. gently pour some spring water. Down my throat. Drown me. Rory's like watching like, oh, I'm really learning from this. Yeah. yeah and with, with the four, she should be able to see the massive bruise on Telnius's left cheek. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from all this mix mac. Uh-huh. Coming down the stairs as you're pouring water on Telnius's face, you just kind of hear him like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but he does not rise up. Yeah, so he's like, oh, he's alive. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Do I get another wisdom save? Or? Here, what if I put this towel over his face while you pour the water onto oh, him? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, no, he's, uh, he might, he's onto something. That might work. Yeah. Try that. Um, oh, at that point, you guys hear coming out from the, it seems to be a kitchen area as the door swings open. Coming through the door is a dwarven woman. She stands about four foot five. She has two long braids going down her body and she has the sickest mutton chops growing out of her face she's wearing these robes with dwarven runes on them and she says what and the devil is going on out here anna oh good morning um these are our guests guests of janessa's whom of course you know um and he this one right here seems to be a little uh snoozy and so we're trying to figure out um you know what what ails him? Really? Well, don't, don't, don't be doing the towel with the, with the water pouring on his face. No, you'll suffocate the poor fella. But we like, need to find out what he knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He'll just feel like he's suffocating. <laughs> she like comes up, rips the towel out, and she's gonna go ahead and try a medicine check on this on this bad boy. She says, "Oh, nah, it's his, it's his mind. It's afflicted with something. I don't quite have." Oh, Selvi, you can do some of the spells. Do you have that, uh, any restoration or less restoration? I don't know. Oh, uh, <laughs> someone in our party can do that. Um, Selvi just oh, shrugs, just yeah. like... Selvi <laughs> <laughs> so just, guess. like, takes a swig of her morning tea and is like, I've been, I'm on vacation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't cast a spell in a while. Oh, I do have lesser restoration. He's like, okay. I know. <laughs> you, should, you should cast it on him. Okay. <laughs> as soon as it is cast, Telnius, you feel yourself coming too. <gasps> oh, there he is. There's water on your face. Hey. Oh, God, why am I in so much pain? Oh, yeah, you passed out, man. It was quite a battle. You did real good. Yeah. I, yeah. My face hurts so bad. Yeah, you probably shouldn't talk too much. 
That's killing me. (laughs) (laughs) You're ugly. Oh, got him. (laughs) No, he's not. Um, good morning. Um, my name is Selvi. It is so uh, so nice to meet you. Now that you're awake, would you like anything? I have some nice um, brewed tea, some herbal tea. I make it myself. I could give you. Oh, that that sounds good. I'll take some if the offer is. Oh, I was for... talking to my patient. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, that's yeah. Uh, well, it's nice to meet you, uh, Selvi. Is that what you said? Yes, Selvi. My name is Selvi. Nice well, to meet you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'll take uh, some tea. I guess that that sounds great. What what time is it? It was. Gosh, what it's and I look out the window and and start trying to like puzzle through. How long have I been out? Yeah, it's like. Late morning, we, uh, you know, we we had to go after you. After you passed out, you took off into the, into the mist toward the deadwood. So we had to go after you. Right, right but it was it was late morning when when I passed out. So yeah, that was well, yesterday. Yeah, this is the next day. Yesterday, yeah. I've been out for an entire day. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was it was evening. the The sun had set when you passed out. It was evening. Yeah, well, we know that, but Rory has trouble. It's okay. I was just letting you know, and then you can just re-say it. Yeah, that was at sunset yesterday morning. <laughs> so maybe he needs some strong tea. I, um, he's been out for quite a while, and Anna pats Selvi on the back and says, "I'll, I'll, I'll go to the kitchen here and um, uh, welcome to my cottage, I guess." Wow, he really caught us in a strange time. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be back with some of that tea. Okay, my my tea. You don't have any allergies. You're not on any medication, are you? Uh, no, no, no allergies. Thank you. Um, I, and I kind of like rummage through my messenger bag and pull out my journal and start um, feverishly writing down what I was dreaming about. So, like, to help me remember it, so I don't forget. Ooh. Okay, lovely. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get you selfie original tea shortly. Yeah, you start. <laughs> <laughs> you start writing. Um, about what seemed to be like some kind of slab or altar, um, you know, anti-Thesla obviously there, the obsidian cocoon, all those kinds of things you're writing down. You remember the name Heart Cleaver, mm-hmm. and you remember everything pretty vividly. But Heart Cleave was the name of a forest, right? There was like Midland and Heart Cleave Forest. And so mm-hmm. I did I did I remember anything about Heart Cleave Forest being named after some weapon or... Roll a history it. check. That is a good question. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. That name does sound familiar, and you're thinking it's probably some kind of powerful weapon, potentially god forged, but you're you're not able to piece enough of it together with co- coming right out of this this strange fugue state. I, I kind of like write in like little margins, heart cleave, God forged, s- danger stick, and then I uh, <laughs> keep writing. <laughs> Selvi, have you heard anything about these uh, like possessed wolf creatures back? You know, about a day's ride the direction we came from. Oh yeah, they had the uh, the red eye and the white eye. That was yeah. really weird. No, I don't. I don't think I've heard. Um Midnight has yellow eyes, um, and that's the only wolf I know around here. Yeah, you're a good girl. You would never attack us, right? And no. Janessa's just scritching on, on Midnight. <laughs> oh, she was talking to Midnight. <laughs> also, do you know do you know about any uh, undead-tasting orcs? 
tasting? I'm sorry. They tasting? They tasted undead when I bit through its neck. <laughs> I stop writing and look at Kowloon like, what? <laughs> who tasted? Who t- you, you tasted eat how? Well, no, not normally, but this one was about to attack Telnius, and I was running behind it on all fours, and I decided to, the, the quickest way to take it down uh, would be to just bite it through its neck. And it tasted oh, yeah, that's gross. Right. It tasted yeah. dead. It's, it wasn't weird because at the time, Kowloon was a werewolf. Oh, yeah. that's he, true. He figured out how to oh. turn back into a wolf. Oh, and okay, how many okay. how many dead things have you eaten? Um, I mean, almost that everything. Dead. Yeah, pretty much every dead, dead thing we've ever come across. I, yeah. <laughs> but undead only. I usually yeah. don't eat live animals. <laughs> that's the only way. That's uh, fr- fresh. I say. Yeah. Right. You only eat living animals. <laughs> yep. Just What's your favorite? Cut off that bird head and suck the butt down. Man, Selvi is hardcore. <laughs> oh, wow. What's your favorite animal to eat? Orc. I'm actually oh. vegan. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so what you have a favorite way of eating animals live, but you don't. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I'm all about the research. She just likes to know that she could. Yeah. Ah. Um. <laughs> I, I have not heard, no to answer your question no. Oh, thank no, you. Sweet. I'd almost forgotten I'd asked a question. <laughs> <laughs> so you've heard no stories about these possessed uh, wolves. No, no, and Midnight hasn't told me anything either. So you look like you might actually know something about something here. I do know quite a few things. Thank you. All right, bring um, out the towel and the water bucket. <laughs> oh, no. We're gonna figure this out. You know, I am I am a ripe uh, 287. Thank you, and so I have learned quite a few things in my years. You're how old? 287. Oh wow. He is. Yeah. Yeah, she's geriatric. I like go off and I get like a a damp. A damp rag, and I bring it back, and I hand it to Telnius, and I sit next to him. Like, here, rub this on your face. And I just kind of absently start doing it as I'm still scribbling down, you know, ideally just like word for word what happened in my dream. What happened back there? Well, I, uh, uh, I put my pen down and look up at you. I, well, I, I passed out, and... I was transported to some, well, to this forest, but it was kind of like a bird's eye view of it. I saw what what happened here, why it's the Deadwood, and huh. I was taken to what seemed to be Anti-Thesla, and he, well, it, it looks like he was creating some terrible beast. It, he, he was able to summon it out of this obsidian cocoon and well then that's when he saw me and I, I woke up well I, I didn't wake up but I, I came out of the, the dream state okay. did you get a sense that this thing that you saw like this was really happening or was it just like a you know like a dream uh, well I get a feeling that it was really happening it, it's different than dreams you know it was like I was there at, at one point, Antithesla even saw me right before I came out of the vision. This has happened to you before, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I think I had a dream about him um, on our way to Trayland, but nothing like this. 
Wait, so you were just contacted by Annie Thesla, and then just the other day, Ias, you were contacted by what's-his-face? Yeah, and you were contacted by this this cloaked god that turned into Abram. Wait, wait, Ari. Who, who's what's-his-face? Yeah. Yeah, wait, uh, yeah, who did you see the other day again? Oh, no, I saw it's Vanya. It was what's-her-face. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ah. yeah. And, uh, Sylvie, have you, have you seen anyone? I'm not quite sure. I have definitely not been contacted, um, quote unquote, <laughs> by anyone that I know of. Um, I mean, I, you know, sometimes I talk to myself. I'm not <laughs> sure. But um, there have been some strange happenings around here. I don't know that it necessarily falls into what you all are talking about. But uh, why don't uh, we get that tea for your um, friend, uh yeah, if I could get a glass of tea, yeah. that would be great. Oh. oh, yeah. It sounds like you all may need some calming tea. It sounds like you're a little, sure. I won't say disturbed, <laughs> but oh, okay. you have some things going on. Well, you wouldn't not say we're disturbed. Yeah. Wait, so now I can I can have tea now? Yes, oh, I great. think. Let's get it. Yes. No. Can I go get the, or is Anna coming out? Yeah, at that point, Janessa does look down at the journal that you're scribbling and and she says altar what you saw what kind of altar did you see oh yeah let's get back to that what happened well um i think he said something about uh the heart cleaver where the, the altar was where the heart cleaver was made um and it seemed as though that's where he was uh summoning this creature out of the obsidian cocoon and um, everyone roll me an intelligence check. Ooh, that's a big old 20. Nice, I got a 19. Three. Um, 16. Uh, 15. Nice. Uh, Rory, Kalun, and Telnius, you all remember the orcs that were with Sir Quincy who attacked Lady Brit's camp. You remember that after killing the orcs, they started wrapping themselves in an obsidian cocoon. I, do, do you all remember those orcs at Lady Brittany's camp that wrapped themselves in that black cocoon? Oh, yeah. That's exactly what it looked like. That's right. Oh, that's so crazy. And Yeah, they looked very similar to those things that were attacking us while we were hunting down Telnius. Aye. I know I grabbed one by the throat and I chucked it. Aye, but much weaker than the orcs that that we fought, it seemed like. Well, I, I wait, that's right. I, I remember Auntie Thessala sent those minions off. He sent them at you, so I must have been seeing what was happening real time. Auntie Thessala is here in this forest. Oh. Now. Should should we go take care of him? Well, yeah, he, he summoned some creature. When he saw you, did he seem to wreck? Was he surprised that you were there? Yes, he didn't, I, he did not, it didn't seem as though he brought me there on purpose. Well, if it's just him, then let's go after him. Let's kill him now. No, it's, there's a lot of, he had a lot of minions. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. We should definitely go after him. I'm just saying it, it wasn't just him. Oh, Janessa speaks up at this point. She's like, and at this point, Anatola has come through the door, and she's just kind of, like, holding the tea, like, watching the conversation go back and forth. And she's been kind of in deep thought as she's serving the tea out to each person. And Janessa responds, and she's like, that, what did the altar look like, though? 
Well, it was this, like, obsidian black altar that had runes. Do I recognize, did I recognize the runes? I couldn't yes. make out the runes, but they, they had a strange pattern to them. That, what you're describing sounds like exactly what I have been looking for. What I'm planning at some point to return to. That's, that's where I was found as a baby. Huh. Hmm. Sylvie goes over and starts rubbing Janessa's back <laughs> affectionately. Oh. And she like takes the tea and she starts kind of sipping on it. Oh yeah, that's right. You said you were uh, born on an altar, right? Well, I don't know if I was born on it, but I was placed there possibly to die, to be given over to whatever whatever forces these all are serving. And Anatola's like finishing giving out all the teas and she says, Now what's all this you're saying about altars and did you say heart cleave or heart cleaver? Yes. Well you're talking about the, the god forged weapon. What do you know about that? Well, I just know that wherever where it was made is where the Antithesla just raised some terrible beast. Oh. oh, that's that's no good. What kind of weapon is it? It's kind of a long story. It depends on who's wielding it, what kind of power it holds. She takes a cup of tea for herself and begins to sip. This is all too much to be a coincidence. I don't know if Selvi told you, but around these parts... We've been seeing a lot more activity of undead, the fiends, even those who can drain the life from the poor villagers of Broken Harbor. Yeah, I don't like that. It's all been terrible. Hmm. My apologies. My, my name is Ayas. I don't know if we've been introduced yet. Oh, Anatola. You can call me Anna for short. Anna, pleasure to meet you. This is my friend, Kaloon. Ah. Hello, Anatola. How are you? It's nice to meet you. What clan do you come from? I am, uh... Well, I suppose my family is mostly from the Iron Bar clan. Uh, but I... I myself go by Iron Throat, or the Entertainer. Very nice. I like the twist on it. Good sturdy folk, the Iron Bars. Ah, uh, you... Uh, I, I'm, uh, Gold Thunder myself. Ah, Gold Thunder... I, um, I grew up in the Heights, so I didn't know many Gold Thunders. Oh, that's okay. I, I didn't spend too long in Benness myself, and that's why I find myself out here. Uh, kind of more quiet. Less, less of the, uh, familial drama that you see there. Aye, and more open sky. I'll never know why so many dwarves love the deep so much. Oh, I agree. I've, I can do all of my gardening all day. Ah, oh, it's just very nice out here. Mm. Well, thank you for your hospitality and, and helping me. There's no telling how long I would have I would have been passed out. Yes, this is my friend Telnius. Hi. Uh, Good to meet you. Of course, it's a pleasure. And this is my friend Rory. Yo. And I slap Rory on the back. Rory did his best to get Telnius to wake up, but didn't work out. It was to no avail. 
I start rubbing my my face like, yeah, thanks, Rory. Well, how's how's the tea on ya? Oh, it is perfect. Mm. Thank you. It is the special blend, actually. Thank you. Hi, right, what do you put in this, Sylvie? Yeah, do we have to roll Constitution saves? It's a very calming tea. You know, it's a it's a body um, a body high. Not I'm a, feeling very uh, mellow yeah. right now. Yeah, just you know, calming. Um, I, I, what I put in, you know, just you know, I I like to forge, so it's my own special blend. It's my secret. Oh. There, do I taste? Do I taste chamomile? <laughs> I, I don't. Ah, uh, yeah. I believe I it's pronounced chamomile. <laughs> oh. Oh yeah, yeah. I've had some of that. Chamomile. No, that's for my children's <laughs> blend. Um, not not strong enough for me. No. It's definitely chamomile. <laughs> yeah, we we will not be in your hair too long, Anatola. Um, it is good to see you again. And Anna bows to Janessa, just kind of affirming her. Um, yeah, we've we're on our way to Broken Harbor, and we just needed a bit of help. I was hoping to swing by here anyway and pick up Selvi. Uh, we're going to meet Cass, the hunter, back in Broken Harbor and get these boys back on the ship to see Lady Britt again. And now, you said you saw that altar, Telnius, in the Hartclee Forest? Yes. I I believe I could I could take us there. I, I think I remember the way. I, I don't know if I wish to take us all back in there. Um... I've been wanting to return, but let's let's maybe get to Broken Harbor first before coming up with a, a larger game plan. I, I, I feel just overloaded with with some information now. I'm fine with that. Well, let's well let's get you all settled in. You're no trouble at all, Janessa. It's always good to have friends here. We've been sort of having our own adventure, and perhaps this could help us but uh let's get settled in we've you've all just arrived let's get some food in your stomachs and some uh some good drinks uh shall i show you to our guest rooms uh sure. please do. yeah great and so anna helps bring all y'all up into the top quarters there's tons of rooms and actually it seems like the top floor branches off into different segments where it it seems like a hallway but it's built on stilts and some of the rooms are actually connected to these circular tree houses so they're they're all still indoor like you're just going through a hallway but you guys get taken to each your own rooms and you can like unload all the stuff you have with you nice while unpacking anna helps carry some of the stuff up she turns to Ayas and she says, Hi, that statue you got amongst your things. Do you mind if I take a closer look at it? Uh, by all means, but uh, be careful. It's kind of old. Aye, I think. Of course. And she reaches out her hands as you hand it over. And as you kind of unveil it further from out of your pack... It was just kind of peeking out a little bit. She goes, Oh, ancestors, be praised. Where did you find this? Well, we were in the uh, the depths of the crags and found this in a dining hall sitting on the table. Oh, this is an image of, of 
Dwarven King Quartzer himself. Amazing. Yeah, there was a bigger one too, but obviously I couldn't <gasps> grab that one. You saw the Grand Hall? I assume so, yeah. At least from what I gathered from my Dwarven friend over there. Hmm. You hear a, ew, just off in the distance, just on the other side of the room, just acknowledging that he's talking about me. Nice. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking more and more that something, something has brought you all here. Something greater than what I, I'll tell you more at dinner. Well, perhaps it's fate, but we're really just out here trying to do anything we can to make everything better in the land of Trailin. Understood. Understood. And so you guys kind of get relaxed, get settled. Janessa and Selvi swap stories, and Janessa goes and visits with carrots outside, feeding berries, not actual carrots. Carrots doesn't like carrots. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, so you guys get kind of settled in, and for the first time, it's like peaceful. It's calm. You're not, you know trudging towards some final goal at the exact moment. Janessa takes some time to take Rory out to the garden and clips some sunflowers and hands them over to him. And she says, um, if you, if you tie them together and hold them upside down, they'll, they'll dry that way. They don't rot. Huh? Interesting. So you're saying I should just keep these together like that. Mm -hmm. And then next time I see, Lady Brittany, I should just be like, hey, here? Yeah, well, I mean, like, I do uh, And Janessa kind of blushes, and she's like, I'm not exactly, a, you know, an expert or anything. But I just know that Lady Brit likes these things, so maybe if you say something nice to her when you give them to her, that might help. Huh. Well, I mean, what else does she like? Um, taking down the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> she likes killing. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, we got that one in common. Um, yeah, and um, she likes organizing. You know, she's getting all these people together. It's really inspiring. I've been part of the resistors now for uh, well over six months, and I have a greater purpose for the, well, not the first time, but this seems connected to something so much bigger than anything I've ever been a part of before. I, I feel important. I feel seen around Lady Brittany. And if you can show her that she's important, that she's seen, maybe she'll get what you're trying to, you know, communicate to her. You seem like you have a great deal of respect for the lady. Ah, absolutely. She's been my leader for quite some time and I am just I'm excited to get the news back to her that that we succeeded with the with the Orc Alliance well hey Janessa thank you for the help uh, I do appreciate it and um, you're alright thanks that's you've said that multiple times now I really feel alright when you say that yeah yeah you know what you're alright <laughs> <laughs> any other scenes that you guys want to like instigate before coming to like dinner yeah i like i make my way over to selvi and i'm just like i walk up I'm like hey uh selvi i i'm sorry I, I feel like i've 
might have seen you before. Have you, you been know, around I'd... the Sandalwood Forest? I yes, I I do. Um, I am from the Sandalwood tribe, and I thought oh. I thought your name sounded familiar. My name. Yes, I think I've 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 seen um, I've heard of you around. Yeah. Oh yeah, champion of the Sandalwood. Yeah. Yes. It happens. Yes. Oh yes. Well, so nice to formally meet you. Um, have you been back anytime recently? Yeah, we've been back for I don't know, maybe a week and a half or so. Been away for a long time in the in the new lands. I don't know if you've heard about that old escapade. Oh, I, I, yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. Um, I mostly stick to my lands, of course, but um, yeah, we did have a little, um, you know, interesting moments uh, in the Sandalwood tribe recently, the past uh, year. But you know, it's all settled down, and um, Lunessa's doing well. We write. Um, oh, that's so, great. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't spoken to Lunessa in forever. God, she's probably she's probably aggravated. You know, I'm sure she's fine. Well, probably so. I mean, well, what could what could have possibly happened in my absence? Just some. I mean, oh well, there was this. I mean, there was like a siege. I don't know if you ca- a raid, maybe a raid. Yeah, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, we took care of it. Oh. Um, just a little fi- a tower. A tower fell. Um, a tower. Yeah, just a sm- a one of them. Uh, but it it turned out most people there was everyone's alive that I know of. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. They've recovered. You leave for one year. Janessa's in the background, like eating a carrot, and her feet are up, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I was telling him about Sinneth and everything, and how we uh we faced down Brimcorn." Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Face down. As if we ended up face down in the dirt, (laughs) (laughs) poisoned. Yeah. Yes. It's less heroic when you just kind of give the facts. Well, maybe don't list those things and say the things that were awesome that you did. Yes, there was a a moment with Janessa. Which one? (laughs) Was it the great worm that I rode back into town? Janessa, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And we she just she suddenly gets out a cowboy hat and is like, oh, the memories. <laughs> well, I'm glad to know that the sandalwood is all right. Yeah, they're they're recovering. Yeah, well. they're holding up. Yeah, I'm sure they're fine. They're big, I, the new tower is a few feet tall at this point. So. Yeah, we were sad to leave. But Selvi here knew that Anatola might have information about the altar uh, that I was found at. And that's kind of been my own personal quest kind of thing. So. It's weird that it's wrapped up now with, with what you guys are, are doing. Yeah. Tell me this, that, that altar you're talking about, the way Telnius talked about it, it doesn't sound like it was in the Deadwood at all. Yeah, it. the Hawkleaf Forest has been diminishing since Deadwood has been growing, but I don't know, we just need to further investigate. And at, at this point, we just we need to regroup with Lady Brittany for sure need to communicate things to her but yeah there's something i feel is drawing me there right well i hope we can find some answers i yeah i think we should ask anatola she she has 
a lot of of really good information. I I think she has a library as well. Oh, she mm. does. Um, Anatola, oh, sweet Anna, she is the most intelligent person I know. Um, you know, she knows everything. Well, that I, sounds great. Dinner time. Let's go get some food. Taylor, that was quite the show. Yeah, what'd you think? I uh, ten out of ten. Nice. You know what? 20 out of 20. Yeah, it feels pretty good up there. I don't know. Kosh was kind of talking me into it. And I was just like, you know what? No one in Westwick. Looks great. The makeup looks great. Um, I ran out of ones during your set. Uh, it was fantastic. I just appreciate you coming. I'm surprised they are not as uh, phased by the fact that we're pulling out uh, cash dollars. Oh, yeah. Not gold coins. Oh, they don't, they don't know what it means. Yeah. It's a reserve note for... A country they don't know about, I guess. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got the chance to perform. Uh, this stage seems very important to have here in the Goose's Court, and I'm glad you could be part of the community. Well, yeah, you know, run a and d game every now and then. Maybe I'll get my itch scratched. Ooh, that sounds good. And uh, what was the name of the crew again? Oh, yeah, they're great. Uh, they are called the Dragon Slayer Show. <sighs> Perfect. I know. And, you know, they got a real great crew. And actually, here's the rest of the kings and queens and royal NBs. Megan, Noah, Met, Zachary, Brandon, Jenna, Gabby, Joseph, Kiari, Anna, Cherie, Julia, Alex, Met's girl, Daniel, Cassifras, Ann, Ray, Sarah, Spencer, Irene, and Matt. They are all citizens of the Patreon district where they donate money for bonus services. To join them behind the curtain, go to patreon.com slash chasmquest. Wow, that sounds like a great crew. <laughs> and this coffee is del- like brunch and drag, like just is a great combo. Yeah, you've had a lot of that stuff. Mm, actually, I have. And uh, is the, excuse me, is the latrine back through that door? Yeah, just keep heading out. You'll, you'll see it on your left. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, man. It's good coffee, though, right? Yeah, it is pretty good stuff. Where'd you get this stuff? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Found Familiar. They roast them all for oh. us at the Goose's Gourd. Yeah, you can go to foundfamiliar.com and use the promo code STAYROWDY for 10% off your uh, next purchase. <laughs> I actually knew that, and I think you overheard me talking about it before. Well, I bet you haven't heard of their new blend called Face Step with uh, some featured art by Christine S. Oh, it's no way. Magnificent. We love this medium roast. It's a hit here at the Goose's Gold. <laughs> I bet so. Do you have a copy of that artwork? I kind of want to no. see No. They, <laughs> they haven't sent us one. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. The, it comes with every package. Look at this. Oh, nice. Wow. Look at the detail. That's insane. Can you imagine? You're not only paying for great coffee, you're also getting a piece of art. You can hang this on the wall after you're done. Supporting artists is what I'm about. Oh, uh, by the way, I love Kosh's cape on you. I think you wear it better than him. Thank you. Yeah, he just kind of threw it on last minute. Where do you run off to, anyway? (laughs) Not sure, but hey, I might have a surprise of my own for you. Oh? I'll be right back. All right, I'll be here. Ah, oh, what a nice guy. Oh, hey, Jenna, over here. Taylor, hey. hi. How are you doing? Good. What are you doing here? Ah, uh, you know, just came in to pop in. You know, this place is, it's a 
world I work hard on most of my life. So true, true. Yeah, I just I stopped by. You know, Sylvie invited me. Um, she's never really precise on her directions. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like meet me at this big tree. Like meet me uh, near the small grove. And so <laughs> <laughs> kind of hard to find. Um, but I usually just follow the plumes of smoke. Oh but, yeah, uh, she maps everything around her hidey holes. Yes, I only know a couple of the hidey holes myself. Um, should be secretive <laughs> about them. But anyway, yeah, so I thought I'd stop in. I heard Andrew was around here. He was. He actually just left because the coffee got to him. Oh, story of his life. I know. Oh, my God. It is what it is. <laughs> By the way, this is a new look for you. Yeah. I, I like know. it. Just, you know, trying new things. Yeah. Is it like circa 2002 Alpha Levine? Is that the, what we're going for? Oh, you hit it right on the head. That's awesome. exactly what I was going for. Awesome. Avril Levine. That's Looks me. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of Selvi, you know, you mentioned Selvi. That looks like Kilo over there. What is she doing here? Oh, I don't know. <sighs> you two, I have a message. I have a message for you both. Oh, um, hey, Kilo. Yes, I was told to give this to this specific table. I'm not sure why. To me? Yes. Okay. Take this scroll. Cool. I've got to go. I've been here far too long. Uh, okay. Are, do you want some water or something? Uh, you have any on you? No, but it's like a bar. Uh, <laughs> there's no time. I've got to go. Okay. Bye. Okay, calm down. Self-care. Um, all right. Uh, let me open up this letter. Huh, it says... God, it's in cursive. I cannot read the same writing. Okay. All right. It says... Andrew was your DM, Danger Mom. Brad played Rory. Colin played Colun. Micah played Telnius. And Taylor was Ias. And special guest by Jenna Altstadt. Hey! As Cara Selvi. <laughs> That's you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, special thanks to Alex Pegram, our special FX engineer, and Sam Anderson, our theme song composer. Wow. Who wrote that? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird thank you ivan dutch for the use of your songs you can find their work at ivandutch.com follow us on twitter and insta at chasm quest support us at patreon.com slash chasm quest and go to chasm for all your wiki needs uh let us know how much you love the show by reviewing us on apple podcast and we'll give you a shout out on the show huh interesting whoa dax va va boom i'm back Oh my god, you look stunning. What do you think? <laughs> this is pretty great. I mean, I have not met you um, before now, but I love the look. Oh, hi, I'm Dax. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Um, Dax, Jenna, Jenna, Dax. Dax is actually part owner of the place. Oh, nice to... I assume this is a casual look for you. Yeah, and I was like kind of forced into the partnership thing, so I don't, you know... You don't always have to mention it every time. No, I understand. Kosh can be very persuasive. And what are you, like a new regular or whatever? Yeah, I'm going to be popping in here a lot. Okay, I'm done with that. Am I missing like a theme to the brunch today? What's what's going on here? Oh yeah, the dragon slayers were here, so I thought I'd get in with the look of the crowd. And uh, I I made so much with this brunch, and so I thought I would kind of like, you know, get in on the action. (laughs) It really compliments your curves. Why, thank you. And uh, speaking of curves, curve your uh, uh, rolling 
with these new dice uh, from Roll with Advantage. Uh, we all know Pride Month is this upcoming month, and so you can go to their site and order. Uh, they were kind enough to send me here at the Goose's Gourd Dax uh, some uh, pansexual pride dice, but you can find all sorts of pride dice, bisexual, asexual, uh, non-binary, and uh, the typical rainbow uh, pride dice as well. It's all on their website. You can go to rollwithadvantage.com.au and sign up for the email newsletter for 5% off your first purchase. Isn't that great? How'd you learn about websites? Did I tell you about that? I love spiders. Mm. Are you just reading one of these notes that they seem to be handing out? Oh, uh, the audience is chanting my name. I, uh, it's my time to go on stage. Uh, you all enjoy the rest of your meal. <laughs> all right, oh, we will. Dinner comes, and you guys are sitting around the table in the kitchen with just a good spread of bangers and mash and some leafy greens on the side, some fresh fruit, everything coming straight from the garden. Including the bangers? Yeah. <laughs> we got little pet bangers. Oh, around. She, she, got those, she got those in town. Yeah. <laughs> little pet bangers? Yeah. Have you seen a banger? It's like a little gerbil-shaped thing. No, I didn't realize Bob bangers. Well, I've never seen Wait, I thought bangers were sausages. Legs. Yeah, they're so- sausage-shaped with legs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a banger. It's like the Dotson of gerbils. That's what ba- yeah. You're thinking bangsters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like pork comes from pig, sausage comes from bangers. And ham comes from hamsters. <laughs> but all the vegetables coming from the garden. Oh, is um is Selvi gonna share some of her uh brew? Oh yeah, oh. special occasion. Sure. Yeah, new friends. Special occasion. What's the what's uh what's like the the hints? What's or what what's are the, it? Is it fall again? It is uh late spring now. Oh it's late of spring of the next year. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's a fruity brew. Nice. <laughs> Nice. What'd you call me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a berry. It has some uh, blackberry, maybe some red currant notes. Mm. Um, like a pilsner, maybe a lighter ale. This is a nice yeah. brew. Yeah. Oh, I Thank miss you. this, Janessa says as she <laughs> downs one. I'll take another. I can really taste the blackberry. This is fantastic. Thank you. Th- I forged them myself. So um, it's I beer the or best what? Ones. It is. Yes, it's beer. Okay, um, I'll take a, two. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, two as well over here. Does it come warmed? <laughs> That's how Rory would prefer his. Warmed? Warmed. Like, <laughs> did I warm it up? Did I microwave it's how it? Dwarves, it's how dwarves <laughs> say the word. It's warmed. <laughs> I, I can back that up. It's warmed. <laughs> I mean, if you want, I can sit on the flask for a little bit and get a little cozy temperature. That's <laughs> between the two of you. Huh. I'm good how it is. Whatever. This is fine. Yeah, yeah no, I'll take it. Good. You know, when in Rome, as they say. <laughs> what is Rome? You know, you've ever heard that phrase, like, when in Rome? Like, uh, Yeah, I've heard of it, but have you ever wondered where Rome is? I think it's a state of mind. No, huh. he said when you roam, like when you roam. 
you do things. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's something about when you're traveling oh. around and, yeah, you try new things out. Well, Anna would know. Yeah, the way the other Roman people do. Oh. <laughs> when in Rome, do as the Roman people do. <laughs> you do as all the other Romers. <laughs> so as, uh, as dinner continues on, Anatola picks up a conversation and she says, so based on what you were asking about and the kind of journey you're on at the moment seems like you all could do with a bit of of history a wee bit more of uh, a, a sound knowledge of what's going on in in Trayland at a more deeper level more ancient level perhaps yeah tell me more now I'd be willing to help and divulge some of this information I would ask one small favor in exchange favorin isn't here that's another friend of ours no (laughs) you want a favor in exchange I don't think she knows her favor to exchange okay ah I yeah well you see I am a long descendant of the gold thunder clan as I said earlier and um that statue, you see, I think I think it would be right being set back in a museum for our lineage to continue on. You see, there's more to me being out here than what meets the eye. It wasn't just to get away. It wasn't just to guard it and such. There was a time many years ago, in fact, just after... These islands were named trailing by the first king, Elric Whitehammer. There was a time when that king went around asking folks, record keepers, protectors of myths, storytellers, and he asked them to do a deep atrocity. He asked them to destroy records, records of pieces of history, records of of other folks religion the gods that they served why I'm not entirely sure but when people speak of the first king they have nothing but high regard for him well my family specifically uh, a, a man named Frankia of the gold thunder clan he decided to disobey the the ordinance of King Elric. He kept these tomes, and he escaped Benness to avoid punitive measures. He made it here, built this cottage, and set within it a hidden library. I am willing to divulge some of the information to help teach you more about Heart Cleaver what that altar is in the forest if you are willing to swear to secrecy that I hold these artifacts and I look over to Telnius and I like just staring at him lock eyes with him um can I make an insight check yeah go for it 23 yeah you can tell she's being sincere but you also know that she does you can sense that she does not trust many people with even the information she's just given. And you can tell there's almost like a pain in her heart 
knowing that that statue is in her house and and maybe taken away just you know out of sake for reverence not out of a sake of like oh what's mine is mine you know belongs to my family kind of thing okay um well i i guess we can trust if you are showing us a level of trust then we can do the same well if you guys are all right with it then yeah I mean, I don't have any problem leaving this statue here. So in order to learn this information, we're going to have to read these books? I can do some of the reading for you, if that's a trouble. <laughs> yeah, yes, Maybe please. you just stand guard, Rory, and, and we'll do the reading. Yeah, you can count the books, and we'll let Talnius read them. <laughs> I can count the books, I can pick the books up, and then you can read them. Nice. All right. That'll save us time. Okay, well, if if they're okay with it, then yeah, I will, mm. I will give up this statue. Shame to see it go. It's kind of nice. It's pretty nice. Could fetch a hefty sum. Mm. That is greatly appreciated. All right. Um. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to to spoil our our fun uh, dinner here. But um, how about this? We finish up eating, grab another drink or two. And uh, I'll lead us to the hidden library. That sounds incredible. Sure. Deal. Two more of these fruity brews, please. Oh, yeah. Of course. Um, I also have a raspberry one. Um, it's a little dark. It's, a, it's an amber ale, if you're interested. Mm. I'm so interested. That yes, sounds please. amazing. Right, I'll well, take one. Yeah, Do you have just like a normal, normal, normal beer? I don't know what that means. Um, this is like, this is Selvi's base level of normal. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, don't, I don't know what a normal beer is, but... If it's got some kick to it, then, I mean, it's probably pretty good, right? Yes, yeah, I don't, um, you know, I don't abide by um, brewer's laws, so I make my own laws. Uh, <laughs> the alcohol content... Undisclosed. Um, <laughs> loose cannon um, could be twelve percent. So yeah. you're saying oh, you don't you. just have like a case of Traylon's original around here? <laughs> no, this is a Selvi original, not the unmarked uh, tankards. Um, right. You know, Janessa is a little bit of a aficionado with. Uh, oh yeah, if uh, if fruity beer is not your, your taste, I've got literally alcohol made only from fruit. It's uh, some blackberry wine, if anyone wants to try it. <laughs> I'd love it's some. quite nice, yes. Okay, yeah, I'll just, I'll take whatever. Yeah, it, sometimes you can even heat it up. It's not, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had it that way. Oh, Wait. Like, like mold? Yeah, we could have some oh. mold wine, some mold blackberry wine. You know, I do have some spices in a Ooh. pouch somewhere. There we go. Now we're cooking. I love hot wine. Oh, <laughs> me, me too. That's great. Hey, you know what, Rory? You're all right. Oh, wow. yeah, all right, all right, that all right. That is a big compliment coming from our Janessa here. Yeah, so he I'm, like rubs her back again. I'm growing. I'm learning. Seeing the world. I feel a party coming on. I feel a party too. Yeah, hidden library party. Let's yeah, do this. It is. It is such a nice library. Let's learn some knowledge, guys. I, Hot wine. I don't think this lab. is going to be as fun as you might think it's going to be. <laughs> no, be quiet. Come on, let's go. All right. Let's hit the books. Well, I'll hit the books. You'll read them. Have you ever read a book? It's great. 
My friend once <laughs> let me borrow. It was um, uh, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. What? What? It was so good. Rory loves that book. That's my favorite book. Oh, yeah. Some kid up in Norholm was yeah. like. You were supposed to return that, right? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oops. It's too bad that there were no sequels. You know, that does stink. But I do have this new series I'm on. It's called Twilight. It's what I named my horse after, if you want to try that one. Yeah, you'll have to tell me about it as yeah. we start walking downstairs. I wonder if there's going to be a new moon tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe. You guys grab your drinks, start following Anna as she says, oh, right this way. And she actually takes you back upstairs. Uh, she unlocks one of the doors that leads to another one of these strange hallways that leads to like a tree house. But this one's a bit more ornate, a bit more well-designed and not as weathered. You can tell the floorboards are much more pristine and there's just more decoration going into this hallway. As you guys continue out, it seems to connect with a very large oak tree at the edge of this grassy knoll. Uh, There's windows every now and again that peer out and you can see over the rest of the what are called the Orcrest Hills. And you can actually see the town of Broken Harbor just a few miles away. That's kind of just small spots at this point. And beyond it, you can see the King Sound finally. You can't quite see like Westwick and Kinsdale from here, uh, but you know that it is further east uh, in the distance. Anatola comes up to Selvi and puts her hand on your arm. And she says... Now, as we head down to the hidden library, can you head to your your wee hidden nook, uh, that that place? Grab that tome you were telling me about. I think, I think these boys could do with with that story. Oh, oh, my hidey hole! Yes, yes, I'll 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 just dash over there and I'll be right back. All right, just meet us down in the hidden library. Got it. I love to imagine, just like Selvi, just to feel safe. She just like curls up in a ball and hides in a little hole like a stump in a... Yeah. <laughs> she has currently five hidey holes. I added one tonight. Nice. Yes. I could. It's very exciting. <laughs> it was exciting. <laughs> and they're all named Heidi? Yep, Heidi's hole. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember the first time I found Heidi's hole. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys head over the suspended hallway, finally ends at this large oak tree. And as you get closer, Kal'un, you actually see like a small hum and like another heartbeat again coming from your ring. Hmm. I look at it. Yeah, it seems to be kind of like lifting your hand and drawing your hand toward the actual bark because what you see in front of you is the hallway just seems to lead to this tree bark like it just smacks right into it okay so i i just kind of let it guide my hand towards the tree bark and i touch it perfect as soon as your hand plants on the tree bark and you saw Anatola kind of like reaching through her bag looking for she's like i know i had it here somewhere and she kind of like looks up and gasps like (gasps) And at from your hand, the heart of the mountain stone is, like I said, pumping with your own heart rate as golden 
light begins to shimmer throughout the oak and you see this doorway begin to be outlined with ornate script going all down the doorway. As you release your hand, you can feel it begin to fall and depress into the ground, revealing a stone staircase at the center of this oak tree. Huh. Um, did everyone else see that? What? What happened? Did did we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You watched Kaloon be able to just open this door. And Anatole is just like, what? Where did you get that ring? Uh, me uncle gave it to me. Who is your uncle? Uh, Grignard. Uh, Grignard Ducanon. He's on the council. Oh. Oh. That's... That's the heart of the mountain. Uh, aye, yeah, that's what he called it. That's what's the silver on it? I've never seen it like that before, in all the the pictures. Uh, it came from a um, an amulet of the Silver Vein tribe that was on a corpse we found down below. A uh, guy named Knox seemed like a pretty decent fellow. All right, lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. Amazing, oh. I do believe the fates have brought you here, if not our ancestors themselves. And she takes out of her bag this kind of staff with a crystal at the top. She passes her hand over it, whispers an incantation, and it lights the way deeper into this stairwell. As she descends and as you continue going, sconces with a small crystal inside of them light as she passes by with her own staff. You guys descend further down until finally it opens up through two large doorways. It's this huge stone library underground within the actual grassy hill itself. It seems to have doubled doubled back beneath the house. You guys begin to walk through the stacks and stacks of books all being kept here. Ah, Frankia, he had just a heart about him to, to hold on to and preserve the, the information of our ancestors and the, the gods that we served. And it, it brought him here, here to make this, this hidden away library. And for many centuries, we have watched over them. In fact, every descendant chooses a new watcher who this information is passed down to. You are the first outside of the Gold Thunder clan to be shared this information. And she leads you down several of these hallways and she says, I think one particular book here. And she's looking and she reaches up and she takes out a book that's called Myths and Records of the Gold Thunder Clan. And she says, "Ah, we were always a, a most esteemed clan of the Dwarven community. Every king of Ben Ness before Treyland was formed has been a Gold Thunder. Where in the heart of the mountain, or heartstone, as your friend has got there. This was true until Elric took the throne in Westwick over all three isles. Since then, only the councilmen of the dwarves could bear such a ring as your uncle had, which has been made up of all three clans at some point. Though this gives deserved equal opportunity to the clans, the Gold Thunder clan has taken such a lessened status amongst the dwarves. We, the Gold Thunders, 
are the only who have collected our histories and myths. In the same year, Elric became king, as I said, he asked our bards to destroy these written materials. He also asked us not to speak of our true creator, a god named Juneo. And at that point, roll me an intelligence check, the four rowdy boys. Yeah, because I've heard that recently. 17. Ooh. Natural 20. 16. So natural 20, literal 19. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I rolled a zero. (laughs) Because you have minus one. You're just like, where the fuck did I hear it? (laughs) The rest of you, for sure, especially Rory, you actually remember Nika when you got up to the platform uh, during the last final ascension of the mountain. She she told the story of the the strange waterfall that evaporates in midair. She called it Juneo's Tears. Hmm. I knew there was some reason why that woman really was important to me. <laughs> uh, why? Oh, because she talked about that um, waterfall called Juneo's Tears. And you remember her saying that it was... It was called Heaven's Tears, and it was Juneo's tears that are shed for all the fallen orcs killed by dwarves. Oh, I didn't tell that to you guys. Ah. Interesting. So, is this an orcish god as well? Well, I am not certain of that. I just have here the dwarven records. I don't know. Would feel like some twisted joke if we came from the same creator i'll i'll just read a few passages out to y'all the first is a poem called the dwarves are born 650 bp who can surpass the kindness of juneo he was sent to us by the heavens scoured the land for life he found no beings but found the crag heart red ruby beating like the thrums of the deepest caverns He took it to the forest. His forge flames singed the branches. A sword strong enough to break the heart asunder was born of the fires. Juneo lifted his sword into the air, brought it down with fury. The pieces fallen over the anvil and onto the forest floor. Heart cleaver has done its deed. A trusty blade it is. Juneo took the shards and brought them to the mountains Deep within they grew into the dwarves. Who can surpass the love of Juneo? Given dwarves' life, his chosen folk, a hearty people, to always rule the mountains. That's crazy. So, Heart Cleaver was a sword. That became the dwarves. Mm. Yeah. The sword broke the stone, the heart stone, that, that which that very ring is a part of. The so heart cleaver was used uh, to to us to break that stone asunder. Uh, so, so you're telling me this the the gem within this ring is a part of a larger whole. It's it's simply one one shard of the greater Craig heart that Juneo found to create us. Hmm. So if I plant this, well, will I be a dad? <laughs> 
I guess sex education isn't really big. <laughs> and <Ben Nesta. laughs> I went to a bard college. Oh not, my not god! A, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd think a bard college would have a lot of sex. Ed, it was a bu- yeah, it was a private school. Though. <laughs> they were private very Thessalon. Thessalon, yeah. <laughs> private Thessalon University. Who would go to that? Right, but, but you said, you said that these uh, pieces of this were planted in the ground, and dwarves grew out of it. I yes. Did you? Did you <laughs> miss the class on poetic imagery? Yeah, I think it's oh. an allegory, maybe. Or yeah. Uh, yeah, the the god Juneo could only do that. That's how I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Like somehow, when stories they aren't real, it's like a story. I don't recommend you bury your ring. Oh, like in um, like how um, like how Bella and um, Edward and Jacob. Um, how they all, you know, did what they did in those books. Like, it's not real, it's a story. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. Did you read a book? Yeah, while well, you guys were doing this stuff, I would, Je- um, Janessa recommended me Twilight. Ah. He's been perusing in Twilight this whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rory comes out of one of the aisles is like, hey, I found the YA section. <laughs> did Janessa just, like, give you the whole plot? Like, while you're walking down there? <laughs> no, he read that. I walked oh. around. I found the book in the library. Yeah, he's a speed oh. reader. Yeah. 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 Wow. He just, he goes around the outside. It was the abridged version. Yeah. yeah. It cuts to the chase. <laughs> So I, yes, it, it seems like your ring is connected to greater things. And this dream you had, Telnius, it, it points you to Heart Cleaver, a very powerful God-forged blade. Uh, so I don't know what exactly the connections are, but it seems like y'all are piecing this together. One object and vision at a time. Yeah, that's how we do it usually. Mm-hmm. One vision at a time. This isn't our first rodeo. Here, though, a little later, it, it is a short poem of how Juneo died. She reads, The humans are a woesome foe, though children of Juneo too, did lure creator into their city and gut him through and through. I like that one because it rhymed. <laughs> the humans killed Juneo? This poem and, and some of the other tomes I've I've connected in peace to show that the humans, at least one of them, destroyed the god Juneo, and it is known amongst our ancestors that at least dwarves and humans were created by Juneo. But wait a minute, why, why is this not that uh, creative imagery you spoke of? Yeah, this is pretty graphic. I don't know. It could be, but none of our people have heard anything from Juneo, and he's been basically wiped off the face of Treyland in terms of written and passed down stories. Are there any clerics of Juneo? Not anymore. Huh. From what I can gather from my studies, there used to be entire churches and and gatherings and and an entire belief system but something happened between this 450 and now Mm. uh, especially something to do with king elric whitehammer that would just erase him can i make a knowledge history check yeah go ahead uh 15 
you remember uh, learning of a very similar thing happening in the Abbey. You weren't taught about it a lot, and actually you had to hear from Bartholm because it was someone separate from the actual Abbey itself. You remember there being records of other gods that after 1LT, the first year of our Lord Thesla, the creation year of Treyland, you remember that there were certain books and certain uh, stories that the Thessalon monks promised never to speak of again, and many were destroyed. Okay, uh, I tell everybody that. Um, yeah, I honestly, I don't know what what that points me to, but that's interesting. I let mm-hmm. everybody know. You at least know that it, it didn't just happen at Ben Ness. Okay. It seems to have happened on all, at least Sutland, Norholm, and Kinsale, okay. all, all three of Trayland. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. What happened exactly? That those at the Abbey of the Eights were asked to destroy records as well. Mm. Oh, I don't like this. Why is everyone destroying records of everything? Well, they're trying to keep something a secret. Though children of Juneo II did lure Creator into their city to gut him through and through, do you think that that city was in Treyland? Was Westwick or...? Well, if this hmm. legend lies here in, in Sutland, then yeah, it had to have been in Treyland. But, I mean, they lured a god into their city just to kill him? Yeah, I don't know why. Why would they? Also, how? how? Yeah. I think y'all might need to hear this next part. She flips to more toward the end of this book. And she says, This was one of the last interviews ever with Dwarven King Quartzer, who you have very generously gifted to our collection here. Right. My my own ancestor, Frankia, took down this this last exchange, these final words. I believe it sheds a bit more light on on what it is you all are getting at. And so it is from 175 BP. And it says, A final exchange between friends recorded for the histories of dwarves, written by Frankia, advisor and record keeper. Have you enjoyed being king? Uh, There is little joy that comes with such power. You're nearing 400 years old. What have you lived through and what can you foretell for the dwarves of Ben Ness? Ah, well, I have sired four children and from only two mothers, the first more spiteful than the second. I have seen Ben Ness through a war with the orc and helped bring us to victory over the wretched beasts with mine own axe. And, might I add, I have survived the two gods of these lands, our sweet creator Junio of the sun and the fae's mistress Nyx of the night. You youngins have no idea what struggle is. I foresee war on the horizon. It'll be provoked by the humans in the east. 
Many suspect High Lord Victor is at the root of their evil ways. No human should live as long as he has. I foresee the dwarves' survival. We are a hearty people, but it will come at a great cost. There is much mystery surrounding our creator, Juneo. We all know the kings hold many secrets of these lands. Can you share any with an old friend? <laughs> you come to me with sweets and strong ale. You wish to loosen my tongue, do you? I am a pursuer of knowledge, sire. I seek to pull a bucket from your well is all. Merely a taste. <laughs> now he butters me with words. <laughs> you are the smartest fool I know. Okay, kind Frankia, I will tell ye something. The elves in the north speak of a grand architect, a maker of gods, that this being begot Junio and Nyx and withered away at their deaths. They say there are no more gods amongst us, just the spirits of the dead and the demons they created. But they also spoke of another architect among them, a friend of the human Tesla, who defied the High Lord. And you'd know that any enemy of the High Lord Victor is a friend of mine. For you see, I believe it was he, Victor, who murdered Nyx and our blessed Junio. Please slow down, friend. My quill can only write so fast. You and your writing. Another so-called gift of the humans. Pretty soon no one will be gathering around for a good storytelling. You'll all be hunkered in bed drooling over your precious books. No need to shame me. This is strictly a matter of preservation. Perhaps you go belly up before passing your stories to the next king. Who then will be responsible for equipping the future lines for their rulership? You're good, Frankia. Now keep up. The architect makes the gods. The gods make the people. The people kill the gods. The gods become demons. And the architect dies. Simple enough for your quill. Yes, a simple enough concept. But what does that mean for us? What is an architect? Where did it come from? Why give people the ability to kill a god? What is a demon? Are they among us now? Frankia, Frankia. Shut your mouth and drink some ale. I'll tell you. If I pass on to the Ancestors' Hall before my son takes the throne... You tell him. Do not ever make treaty with High Lord Victor. You wanted to know what a demon is? That man is a demon. And the name? What name, you crag-headed fool? I already told you it's Victor. What I mean to ask is, does the demon itself have a name? Aye, it has one. 
I don't like speaking it, though. Gives me a fright, it does. Please, wouldn't it be better for the dwarves to know? Knowledge is a curse, especially when it comes to powers outside your own domain. Knowing is to be haunted. But I'll speak it just this once. The demon in shadow, the thing created from the death of our gods, its name is Karnas. She just closes the book and she looks up and says, Although King Elric was benevolent and a servant of Thesla, like I said, he came to Benes and ordered an eradication of all transcripts, holding not only the names of Juneo, but of Nyx as well. We attribute much to Elric, but no ruler is perfect and above the scrutiny of its subjects. His work has hidden away the, a great many truths of the dwarven race and of many other races amongst Treyland. Hmm. There are myths, stories, and histories that have been taken from us. And this is our last act of resistance to that monarchy. That humans should hold such a tight grip on our history is deplorable. We have safeguarded these texts for many generations and will continue. But it seems you all are experiencing something that's opening up a lot of these truths. Cracking the edges so that mystery seeps from the very wounds. I... You're telling me that the humans, they they destroyed Juneo and Nyx? I, well, at least one of them. And that's why I've brought Selvi to share a story. But I won't overload you just yet. We'll let her have her story time in just a little while. I, yes, the humans are responsible for the gods' deaths on, on these islands. There's that name again, Karnas. Aye, that name sounds familiar. Well, yeah, it's the name that Telnius said he saw, or he heard, when he had that vision back on the ship. Wait a minute, you don't think... If Karnas was the demon that he summoned, is that... Maybe who we're facing here? 